0: Hello there, ghost and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors
1: on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the Four Eye Radio Network to receive
0: 10% off your order. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now
0: enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O.
0: And I'm Anna.
1: And we are back. Um, Of course, you know where you can find us on 4 aradiocom Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Google Play Music, Google Podcast App, and now Spotify. And of course, if you want to help support the show... Uh, you can go to uh, Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. In fact, I just got all of Matthew's birthday presents today, so and I used Amazon, so that was good.
0: Heck yeah.
1: Um, and then also, if you're looking, if you're like, hey, I'm a new listener, I want to know more about you guys, you can go to our Facebook page, uh, www.facebook.com, not another B-Horrorcast. Uh, go ahead and give us a like. Thank you pc for ruining that that's fantastic fine fuck off (laughs) (laughs) um uh fucking ruined my whole thing i was i like no 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 fuck that i have to i have to now go on a gripe i was trying to be very cool calm and collect but apparently no 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 steve you're not allowed to have a fucking normal fucking thing So anyway, so fuck that, because I was doing such a good job on everything. But anyways, if you're looking for us, you can go to at bhorrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to contact us at all, or send us a scary story, or a strange encounter, or maybe a legend you heard of in your hometown, uh, go ahead and go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com, and you can go ahead and submit that lovely stuff. So now with all the brand and branding out of the way, and, of course, this podcast is recorded to you at uh, Moontop Studios. That's right. But, uh, of course, we are back. Uh, we did see a movie this week. Um, I do also have to send out an apology uh, as well. Sarah, sorry, uh, we did win passes to go see Meg. Uh, it does come out this Friday, um, so go ahead and check it out. I We did win passes, but uh, car trouble and driving around and... Wasn't able to make everything work on Monday. But we did watch a movie. In fact, it's actually a actually brand new movie. Uh, well, at least it came out this year within the last couple of months. Uh, a Quiet Place came out in 2018. So, of course, we'll talk about our review of that uh, at the end of the show. So if you haven't seen the movie, we'll definitely give you the spoilers. Fuck, I meant to do that. Man, so many things just got thrown on the face. Right? I need like a month away from everything just so I can finally work on the things I need to do. I meant to do a uh, straw... Uh, new drops so we can talk about the movie reviews and then have a spoiler drop so oh
0: that's right
1: i was gonna do a lot of stuff this weekend in the podcast but again uh life gets in the way i really just wish this was my life that's why people fuck because honestly i might start taking up i don't want to have to do it but i might have to do it at this point so we might have to do a patreon page and no episodes will be free anymore so do you want that to happen people I didn't think so. No, I'm pretty sure my threats are unthreatening and everything like that. Actually, no, we, uh, Pat and I actually have a plan on the works, so fuck you guys. Ha ha. Um, I was eerie.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, fuck you guys. the unless- <laughs> I'm starting to believe I am God. I'm starting to believe so.
0: Either that or the devil. Or maybe just a dude with really bad luck.
1: No. I make my own luck. Um, anyways, but yeah, so we are back. Um, it's been a week. And, uh, Anna? Yes. Uh, if you want to take a, a glass... Drink it from your wine or whatnot, but before we start, uh, well, I was going to ask you how your week was, um, but you were going to take a no, thing, I can, and, I, and be- I love how I still keep talking, expecting you to finally just take that drink of your wine, so it's not all in vain. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, Anna, how was your week?
0: Um. Well, like you said, car trouble. My um. Well, the best par- part of it was I was literally on the way to somewhere. And it was a Friday afternoon because it couldn't be, you know... I mean, I will say out of the any of the times that it could have been, I guess it was the least inconvenient. But it was still kind of inconvenient because I was on the way to like hang out with my family and I was like clearly looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, the uh, the radiator hose decided to come dis- become disconnected from the radiator entirely. So my car overheated. As far as I know... Um, the head gasket wasn't damaged, and like nothing in the engine was really damaged. But so, I, thankfully, I was able to catch it just in time to keep anything from fusing or you know dying. Yeah. But it's still just a huge pain that I have to get the entire radiator replaced and the hoses and get it flushed out.
1: Well, the thing is, is we already knew this was uh, issues with your car because like your car is like my car, it's pretty old. We're doing kind of band aid fix until we can actually uh make money but yeah um I'm yeah but yeah so uh but yeah on the bright side at least there wasn't uh any other damage because it it happened you were able to pull over to the side of the road and be okay from the uh you know anything else uh happening to it
0: yeah and actually there was a guy that pulled over onto the side of the road and was nice enough to ask me if I was okay and like if I needed to ride anywhere and all this kind of stuff so um like while you are on the way to come get me. So that was kind of nice. That was courteous of him. He's like, do you have water? I was like, yeah, I'm good. I just i am waiting on, you know, um, somebody. To, I was like, I'm waiting on, you know, my boyfriend to come out and make sure that, you know, basically take me to the a car shop. But so this is where I'm going to go on a rant here, people. Um,
1: Enjoy, guys. I will see you after the rant. <laughs> I've already heard this several yeah. thousand times.
0: It's spelled G-R-E-U-L-I-C-H-S, and it fucking sucks. Like, seriously, I brought my car there to get, like, just the the radiator replaced, which obviously is going to, you know, not be cheap. But the thing that pissed me off is they told me it was going to be $1,300 to fix the car. And I asked them, hey, can you at least, like, just do kind of like a Band-Aid thing so then I can just kind of drive it over to my mechanic? And they basically were like, no, you have to get your car fixed. So then I was like, all right, fine, forget you. So contacted my, um, I contacted my mechanic. They quoted me 850.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you say your mechanic, you can also give them a shout-out. Mesa Auto Works.
0: Yes, Mesa Auto Works is amazing. If you're in the Mesa area, um, like East Mesa area, or even if you're like – as far as, like, Chandler or Tempe, like, it's less than 30 minutes away. Seriously, it's totally worth it because they are very courteous. They're very prompt. Um, I ended up having my car towed over there, and it was less than 100 bucks to tow the car, so, which is awesome. So especially because it went from, I would say it probably went about 30 miles I would think about 25, 30 miles distance. Yeah. Um, so.
1: uh, and the reason why I know what you guys are thinking is why didn't you just take it to that com- mechanic in the first place? Because the closest place to the area was the other mechanic. And then we, what, by the time we got there, they were already closed. So it was like, okay. So we figured, well, we'll come in on, we'll walk in on Saturday and take care of everything right then and there and you know whatnot. So that's. Yeah, and the, I mean, like anyway. if I
0: had been able to drive it over to Mesa Auto Works, I would have, but the car was literally overheating as I was driving it. So, um, sorry, I cut you off.
1: Um, oh, no, you're fine. I put myself back on mute again so I could get some nicotine in me and everything. Cause for whatever weird reason, it decided today, like work was boring. And then, uh, I come home and it's just felt like just one thing after another was not like, everything was giving me like trouble. I wouldn't say trouble. What's the word I'm looking for? Flack. Yeah. Everything was giving me flack. I'm bringing that back. Give me flack, man. No, I'm not giving you flack. I'll give you stacks. Stacks of what? Flack. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, well, Steve so, is yeah. feeling a little better. So a little better because I've had some wine and I'm centering myself right now. So Yay. I was supposed to do something else before the show started, but things went late. So I'll have to do it tomorrow. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, week was pretty basic. Like I said, car trouble. Didn't really do too much. Went to the Whining Pig again. Got to try that uh, Pickle Rick beer, yeah. uh, which was really good. Um, I had out two glasses. Um, then I went again on Monday, hung out with Matthew for a bit, grabbed drinks, talked about some stiff, uh, told him. It sucked because it's like I met him yesterday, and then today all of his birthday stuff arrived. I'm like, son of a bitch, because it's <laughs> like your stuff is in the mail. I think I'm getting two things tomorrow, I thought. And then the other thing would be coming later, but they're all shipped today, which I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so hopefully I'll see when he's available. I can drop that off. I figure if I go over to Pat's on Saturday or whatnot, since he'll be in his area, I'll just stop by his place real quick and then yeah. head to Pat's or whatnot. But, um, but yeah, no, nothing too much. Uh, everything seems pretty basic. Oh, um, I did get new coils Oh yeah, uh, The new vape shop I've been going to over in, uh, by Chandler. I think it's called Vapeland, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, it's uh, yes. off of Chandler Boulevard and 40th Street um, over by the Fry's, everything like that. Uh, again, not affiliated with us, but I do want to give them a shout-out because I talked to the woman there, and she gave me a really big uh, in-depth and info on coils which I had no idea about because honestly I started vaping I'll probably be doing vaping for about two years and this isn't like trying to be braggy or what I'm trying to basically tell you it's almost been two years and I still have no idea what the fuck I'm doing when it comes to this shit um so it's like as much as in because I'm gonna be honest with you it's I feel like a vape is almost like an iPhone the way I can describe it because when you get an Apple product they don't have instructions with it they just expect you to kind of follow the tutorial, but the tutorial is very just open, getting everything started.
0: Well, I think they expect you to just kind of explore on your own,
1: and that's fine. But what I mean is, yeah. again, this, yeah, I can explore on my own all I want. But then I was like, wait, how do I remove this? How do I replace the coil? What's this? What happens if this breaks? Do I rep-? like? There's all this information that they don't give you, tell you, whatnot. And even with this, like, even when I got it, the guy put it already together. Yeah. And like gave it to me, then that's cool and all because that's what the vape shots do. They're like, oh, here you go, fill it. You know, oh, but it's would working. But nice it they this. you, hey, this But is how like you actually show you because you're like paying for everything while you're they're doing it, and then they're like, oh, here you go, you're ready to go, and you're like, oh, cool, thanks. And like you don't want to be like a dick because they put it together and you're like, and they helped you out, and you're like, ah, but you're still kind of like, hey, fucker, like how do I fucking do this shit? So it's all yeah. been uh, trial by error. But anyways, I have I just put in a new coil, and the reason why I got this coil is it lights up.
0: And it's pretty badass I and
1: it makes me it makes me pretty happy, um so I was excited, but yeah, I learned a lot about coils uh this weekend as well, I think, and then yeah, and then you and I are starting the keto diet. is that how it's pronounced keto keto, see, I say keto, everyone else says keto, I say, go fuck yourself, they say, it's hey the
0: keto, get the fuck out of my
1: house, you know
0: and lights flickering
1: well, it could be power thing or again, storms yeah cuz that's just started doing that so um anyways the studio is falling apart
0: well because there's two bulbs i'm pretty sure you're right i'm pretty sure it's uh, like just brownouts from power being wonky i mean i
1: can turn that one off no I'm no no i'm be ta- bothering you
0: no i just it keeps freaking me out cuz we have stairs in this house and i don't do well with stairs especially when it's <laughs> um No, it's not the issue of the light. It's the issue of, like, if the power goes out, I don't want to fall down the stairs because I am not good at walking. Well,
1: you're not going to fall down the stairs. Your phone, and that has a light on it. So...
0: Shut up. Stop being logical. You're ruining my complaining.
1: But, yeah, so um, we'll try not to bore you guys with the... I think that's about it. I don't know how long we've ranted again. Usually we do, like, 80 minutes on this crap now, and then we speed through everything else, and it's all like, is this even a be horror podcast anymore? Or is this just a bunch of people fucking doing shit? What?
0: Oh, it's just super windy out there.
1: Oh, okay. So that's probably. I was che-
0: yeah, I was checking to see if it was actually raining or if it was just wind, and I think it's just wind for now. But okay. but, but uh, yeah. So of well, the story is: don't go to Grulix. Go to Mesa Auto Works because they are amazing. Anyways, oh yeah, and Grulix tried to offer me a price match, and I was like, "Well, the tow truck's already here, so fuck you guys. I'm out. Um, I
1: don't trust you. Yeah." Anyway, so, um, but yeah, that's going to be all that for us, I guess. But uh, yeah, we do have some, um, we do have the movie, like I said, we'll talk about it at the end of the uh, show, uh, and then also uh, we, have, we have some horror movie news, and we have some eerie news of the week. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do eerie news of the week, or do you want to go with uh, some of our horror movie news?
0: Uh, I can grab the the eerie news of the week.
1: All right, then we'll go ahead and dive into some eerie news of the week. It is time for eerie news of the week. I knew as soon as I put it on mute, I was gonna fuck up my <laughs> your thing. flow. No, my thing, because then I hit the track and like, oh, it's not playing. Oh, that's why, because I had to put it on mute because of Windows and everything. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So, um, I searched around and I found this little store and I thought it was thought it was interesting. Um, so without further ado Anna because you read better than me <laughs>
0: uh, it just says uh, dead Veliska children speak after 100 years so this is actually something I wasn't aware of either so I'm actually really happy you found it because it's interesting yeah um, I will well, say this it's it's tragic.
1: the well i will <laughs> say this the story did come out in December of 2014 so my people already might have heard this yeah uh, or whatnot but uh, I think believe i did post the no i'll I'll probably no i think i post i'm posting the article tomorrow so uh, basically as soon as i get done with the show i'll probably set it up to post so you guys can read this story tomorrow um if you don't want to read it we'll give you everything that but yeah it did come out back in 2014 so i did want to mention that so people don't think this is current because i don't know if this is still going on in fact it's probably something i should follow up on but anyways go ahead (laughs)
0: Uh, now you're good so um, this is basically the brief overview also if you have problems with child murders it's probably not a good thing to listen to you probably want to skip forward a couple minutes oh yeah I Um, would say
1: probably skip a good 10 minutes
0: yeah so it says one night in June 1912 between midnight and 5am someone with an axe mercilessly hacked through 508 East 2nd Street in Villisca, Iowa killing eight people as they slept. Six of those people were children. There are many theories as to the identity of the killer, but to this day, it remains a mystery. Oh, wow. Um, The crime may be unsolved, but 100 years later, uh, thanks to some incredible EVP, the children still speak as if they're reliving that night over and over again. Oh, wow. Which, I I gotta pause for a second. So, if that really was the case, and you relived how you got murdered, that would be... Probably one of the worst experiences,
1: yeah, that's why it's interesting with spirits and that kind of stuff because a lot of people they might't even know they're dead, yeah, uh, and a lot of people just have to cross over and be told, "Hey, you're dead, it's time to move on, and they'll hear that and then they can pass over peacefully and stuff like that, but yeah, that might be a horrible loop to be stuck in, like
0: yeah, because like there's all sorts of theories about out there about like whether or not it's actually voluntary. Because like if it's an involuntary thing like that would be so horrible, um, but the murder victims are parents Josiah Moore and Sarah Montgomery Moore and their children Herman Moore who was eleven, Catherine Moore nine, Boyd Moore eight, or excuse me seven, and uh, Paul Moore who's five, and their two house guests were Lena Gertrude Stillinger who was twelve and Ina May Stillinger who was eight. So, literally, the kids were 12, 11, 9, 8, 7, and 5. Yeah. Like, young kids. Yeah. So, it is the younger children that seem to be more active in the house. Uh, they are drawn to the living and o- want only to be comforted. Their voices sometimes reveal that the killer is there with them, and they desperately want to hide from him 100 years later. That is heartbreaking. mm The highly respected Paranormal Research and Investigative Studios or Studies Midwest and Orbs research team have caught some of the most chilling evidence of the haunting on tape. With today's technology, the team can remove ambient noises during the recording, clean it up, and enhance the children's voices to an almost conversational clarity. The Orbs' evidence of the children screaming inside of the house while the crew was outside will make your skin crawl. They do have a couple YouTube links. To the EVP and I guess to like just the voices in that the house, so if you're interested in this and you want to follow up you can always uh, click on the link that Steve's gonna post on Facebook tomorrow yeah this
1: will be bright and early for you kids and stuff like that because I've been like hey, I should post all this shit before we talk about it so then people can if they see it on the website and everything' gonna follow us so yeah so yeah this will definitely if you want to read that check out all that kind of crazy stuff and things like that, but that's going to wrap up that edition of eerie news of the week uh tomorrow next week we're probably not going to be watching a movie um but we will have a in-depth look at uh and i'll give you guys a teaser uh the this uh fuck Staten island uh which uh i just heard about it um heard it from another podcast who was doing research actually on it which i thought was interesting um, so, yeah, we'll talk about that. So uh, we'll definitely post as much stuff we can about that. Uh, so if you guys want to do a little research ahead of time, yeah. maybe you guys know some facts about this stuff that you want to send our way or anything like that. So feel free to do that. But, yeah, we'll talk about that in uh, in huge depth uh, next week. But without further ado, we're going to jump into some horror movie news or TV or just horror news. It's just for Horror News. Alright. So a couple of things uh came out. Not too many big uh things or whatnot, but uh of course one of the things since uh Predator will be, be releasing in September, I believe, the new one. Uh it looks like uh Predator four K Ultra HD uh, is finally going to be releasing and fixing some of it, no, thank you, with the uh Oh, did uh,
0: it give you a pop-up? Yeah, it
1: always gives me a stupid pop-up. I'm like skip, I don't need this. No, I don't need it. Um <laughs> Uh let's see what it's uh to fix the Blu-ray's awful video smoothing. So that'll be kinda interesting. Uh, I did not know that with the uh with the Blu-ray. I'll have to I'm glad I didn't buy the Blu-ray when I went now, But they're showing side by side stills on it. But I did post this story already on the thing. So I'm actually really intrigued about that because it looks like they finally announced that the Predator finally recognizes Predator two as, like, its actual, like, sequel. Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't like, oh, it was made, and then, like, you know, everyone referenced Predator, and that's pretty much it until, like, whatever they wanted to do. So I believe, and I could be mistaken, so if I am mistaken, please please let me know. Correct me or whatnot. But I believe it's supposed to be Predator, Predator 2 now, and then the latest one that's coming out this year of Predator um, is supposed to be the, quote-unquote, third one in the installment unless they're doing a completely new reboot but I don't think they are because it looks like the concept of the movie is the Predator comes down to Earth he gets his ass handed to him by humans uh, so the Predator's like, bullshit we're the best like hunters in the galaxy, all this kind of stuff, so they basically start roiding the fuck out So then in this one, there's supposed to be, like, a small predator, and then, like, the big one shows up and, like, just breaks him in half, and they're fighting. They're going actually all ever going up against, like, a huge one. But it's not, like, huge and stupid. It's huge, and it knows how to hunt. It has its, you know, weaponry and stuff like that, so it knows what it's doing. So I'm very kind of interested with that, where I'm like, okay, kind of cheapy, like, kind of cheap concept of, like, oh, we'll just make ourselves bigger. But now I'm just kind of like, yeah, but if it moves, like... And is cloaking and all that kind of stuff like the other one, it almost kind of gives it like that Jurassic uh, world feel of with the brand new dinosaur where it's like intelligent and it was hunting people and, you know, did all the like all the clever ways and stuff like that. So it will be kind of interesting uh, to see. So I'm excited for that. Um, I kind of now I don't feel the need to go out and buy a 4K Blu-ray player and or 4K TV just to get this. But um, hopefully in the near future when I do have time to get that stuff, this probably will be one of the things that I get. Oh, heck yes. So so
0: now I'm kind of curious if Predators is going to be included
1: I in I don't that. think so because a lot of people did not like that movie.
0: Oh, that's bummer. bummer. I, I, I know. know a lot of people didn't like it, but I actually enjoyed it. No, I know.
1: So, I'm just saying the most reason why is – it it all depends, because it's like, what will happen is, right now, they might just say, no, that didn't happen, fuck that movie, da-da-da-da, and then something in this new movie will come out that does a little connection or explains that,
0: yeah and, and then, then people, people will be, be like, okay
1: oh, no, oh, that makes sense, okay, yeah, and then they'll accept it as canon.
0: I think the people's biggest problem with that movie, though, was just Adrian Brody being a badass.
1: <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, and this was actually kind of interesting news that I saw, and I kind of need to get these now. Uh, Not to be confused with the 2020s Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, The two Mega Beasts first clashed upon the big screen in Toho's King Kong vs. Godzilla released in 1962. Later this year, they announced uh, tonight the NCA is releasing, I guess, NECA. Or NCA toys. I'm thinking. Uh, I releasing action figures of uh, fight uh, flick Godzilla, or fight flicks Godzilla. Yeah. The figure measures six feet tall and twelve inches long uh, from head to tail. It's uh, f- it's features uh, over 30 points of articular uh, act articulation. Ar- articulation, including an articulated tail. Um, yeah, reminds me of that old school Godzilla. Uh, you know, coming onto the screen, the original ones and stuff of like that—that is awesome. I am getting one of those to he's put on my got desk. he an
0: adorable face.
1: Um, sorry, no, he's. I love, the, I love. I this really stuff.
0: like this Godzilla, this version. Yeah, of this Godzilla. is like,
1: yeah, this is like the 1960 ones. Yeah. So they only released Godzilla. <laughs> uh, what? The? No, somebody posted it goes like, I had one too that was supposed to be based on the 1962 design, and he he <laughs> posts like. His figure, and it's it's like that figure that you got me, mm-hmm. but it's based on that model, so it's like really just horrible looking oh. compared to the the one that's like this detailed and everything that. So it's just uh, it's, it's funny with these people. Oh, there we go. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I sorry. I got distracted by. I was like, why am I reading these people's comments? Well, somebody's just gonna have something stupid to say, and be to have nothing to do with that. The only reason why we have Godzilla is because something about terrorists, and I'd be like, what. Yeah. Um, and this thought was very interesting, found this thought it was awesome. So if you have, um, a horror, uh, horror fan in your life or whatnot, and you want to get them something, uh, different, something that's kind of that people will see and be like, "Oh my God," and they will also be like, "Oh my God, like it's an adorable, oh my God, and it's also like a holy crap. They made this like <laughs> so this artist crochets adorable horror movie dolls you can buy on Etsy. uh the one of the first pictures is uh, Quinn uh and Bruce the Shark, <laughs> and then I'm trying to remember the sheriff's name. Uh, not coming to mind. anyways, not impl- Brody. yeah, yes. Get on you. Uh, they did the uh, clown from Poltergeist, the original one. And that's creepy as fuck. Oh, they did what we just watched, the leprechaun.
0: Oh, nice. Uh,
1: there's also the uh, Pennywise, the original. And Pennywise, the new one.
0: Oh, I like the new one. Uh,
1: you can also get the, uh, oh, what's his face? The guy from uh, The Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. Sarah's
0: probably screaming it out right now.
1: Yeah, she probably knows who it is. Uh, Oh, and they even have the brother from uh, (laughs) Chainsaw Massacre 2 uh, with the plate in his head and the holding the... Oh, that's fucking... That's well done. Uh, Oh, they also did gremlins and stuff. So, yeah. So, I'm trying to find where the fucking... And
0: murderous Santa.
1: (laughs) Oh, they did the gremlins with the bat. That's great. Jason.
0: Oh, and they did a little werewolf.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the wolf man and stuff. like that. Oh, that's freaking funny. So, where is the fucking... Trying to give them a plug so they can people can actually check out oh uh, tales from the stitch i think is the website yeah head over to from tales of the tales from the switch if you go to the article on our facebook page uh you can click on the article and there's the thing but yeah Um but yeah a lot of cool stuff uh the bat gremlin from gremlins 2 i think that's pretty awesome i'm pretty sure that's going to become a Pop vinyl at some point.
0: The artist's name is Chelsea Scully.
1: Chelsea Scully, so definitely check her stuff out. I thought the stuff was awesome. I might be ch- taking a look just to see because that's I think is perfect gifts for like certain horror fans mm-hmm. because it's something that they're gonna see it like they'll get it and be like this is awesome. But they're also gonna know like no one else is really probably gonna have this
0: and it's cuddly.
1: So and then um this is actually kind of a little bit depressing news. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre actor John Duggan. Thank you, fucking Castle Rock uh, thing. Uh, was diagnosed with cancer. and Needs your help. Uh, we like to think of the horror community as a big extended family, which sometimes we be helping each other out when going gets tough. This week, we learned that John uh, Duggan, who memorably played uh, Grandpa in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then respies the role later in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, is in need of a of a hand hand after a cancer diagnosis. John's wife, Stacy uh, relays his uh, recent health troubles. Uh, I'm trying to see where you can go to... To go ahead. Oh, yeah, so if you if you decide you want to lend a helping hand uh, to the fellow actor and everything like that, you can go to, uh, basically, it's uh, GoFundMe.
0: That's what I was trying to find it as well. Uh,
1: uh, do I always have to click on the... Thing. Okay, yeah, GoFundMe.com. Uh, it's Dunga, Dugan, Dugan.
0: Dugan. Dugan. Oh,
1: Dugan. That makes me sense. Dugan. Uh, I'm like Dugan. Dugan. Anna, uh, you gotta help me when I'm doing retarded. Um,
0: I don't know. It could be Dugan.
1: No, it's probably Dugan. Uh, Dugan Family Cancer Assistance. Uh, the link is also attached to the article that's also on our Facebook page. So go ahead if you want to donate and everything that. I think it's a good cause cause it sucks when that kind of shit happens and you know, people, uh, even like even the people who started movies and stuff like that or play, it was in a movie. They have medical expenses too. It's not like,
0: yeah. And know. this is oral cancer. So number one, like that's, yeah, that's really rough. And also like, I guess it spread to one of his lymph nodes as well. Mm. So, and, um, they had to d- reconstruct his jaw Uh, yeah, there it's, like, it's a very small article, but there's a lot of detail in it of, like, how much is done just to make sure that this guy can try to recover from this, and, yeah, it's, like, cancer's not really something to fuck around with, so, like, if you can support, then please do, because, I mean, I literally can't, or else I probably would at this point, because... We can't really, we can't really afford to lose very many more like horror people because we already lost like several already. So all we have left is, uh, uh, I just forgot his name, Freddy Krueger, uh, and a couple other people because we lost a lot of horror people less like this last year. Am I just rambling?
1: Yeah, I didn't know where you were going. You went off on a rant. I was just taking a sip of wine and smoking on my thing because I was just pulling up the stuff to talk about the the movie we watched this week, and then you just went down your own path. So I figured I'd let you finish your train of thought.
0: I didn't really have one. I'm starting to wander because my brain is not working because I also got food poisoning last night, so I didn't get much sleep.
1: Yay. Yay. More information. (laughs) Um, okay, but anyways, yeah, so if you did not see A Quiet Place, it is now out on Blu-ray, DVD, uh, video on demand, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yes, we are going to spoil it. We are going to talk about it. So if you haven't seen it and you want to go see it, I highly recommend it because uh, it, was, it was good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that's all I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, from now on, it's going to be spoilers. So one, two, three. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. It is time for our weekly movie review.
0: Everybody dies.
1: Yes. Um, okay, so A Quiet Place. Um, tch, fuck. So I remember seeing the trailer and just going like, oh, yeah, I'm already in. This looks interesting. I want to know what's what and everything like that. Um, and it starts off, and like, right when it starts off, you get like two cut titles things where the first one pops up and just says 89 days. Yeah, and you're like, okay, and then you realize the family's in the in the store. They're walking around. Everyone's being very quiet. You can basically this, this movie does use that, uh, like beautifully throughout this film because they did a great job with it. Um, thinking like, okay, so like it will pl- you could hear like you know the breeze. You could hear like a little bit of stuff, but like from coming from all the people, it was very very minimal. Like it was like literally sometimes you might hear like words when they're doing sign language and stuff like that. So already they're in this, they're in the store. You find out the kid. And this is what I also like about it. No dialogue. Yeah. Like really, like there's a little bit, but like no dialogue in this huge opening that they're doing. And you are like, okay, so 89 days, shit's obviously gone wrong. And, okay, the kid's sick, and he needs medicine. Okay, they're being quiet because, obviously, we don't want to wake, whatever.
0: Actually, I'm pretty sure that he was actually injured and that they were either getting him antibiotics or painkillers. Yeah, so. So, basically, one kid's in a bad way, and, like, they're looking for stuff to try to help him, and they're just, like, going through the store. But, anyways,
1: yeah, it's just, like, this whole, like, you know, thing going on. And then it's, like, uh, you see the littlest kid. Um, he's saying, like, how we're going to get out of here is with a rocket. Um, he grabs a toy, and it looks like it's a toy that can make a lot of noise and stuff like that, and, you know, the dad's got to be like, hey, we we can't do this. We have to, you know, too loud, you know, not a thing. And it's it's interesting because it's like everyone else seems to know what's going on because they're at, they're at a certain age. I believe the two kids, like the older ones, they've got to be at least early teens, so I'm guessing maybe – 13 and 14, something like that, so they understand, like, we're in some shit, and we have rules, and if we don't follow these rules, we will fucking, like, not because our parents will get mad at us, no, we will literally die. Yeah. If you don't do this stuff, but, you know, the other kid is, like, four or five. He's,
0: like, maybe six at the oldest. Maybe six at the
1: oldest or whatnot, so he's still kind of like, okay, he can be quiet. But he's also like still not like, well, it's a toy. Can I have this toy? It's like, sort of you know, like
0: it's almost probably like more of like a gang to him of being quiet. So that but then like whenever he wants something, he doesn't realize that maybe it's not a good idea to mm-hmm. have it. He's like, I want it because I want it. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Kind of thing. So, um, of course, then you realize one of the kids is actually deaf. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did it. It was really cool how they kind of did it, did the filming with it, because with other people, you could you could hear like little of Breeze. And stuff and maybe like what they're doing, like a little bit of, you know, sound and stuff. And then every time it would be on her, it would be completely silent. Yeah. And I thought like, oh, okay, she's just really good at it. And then you realize, oh, no, she's deaf. So you're literally getting the perspective of like what she's, you know, going through. And it's interesting because everyone else can hear but her. And it's so she
0: has to be that much more careful, much
1: more careful because it's like she doesn't know what's going to make a noise and what's not going to make a noise. You know, she doesn't know noises, you know, kind of thing. Um, so it's it's just very interesting. But, of course, um, and this is what I have to say. This movie does not pull any punches. Mm. So, of course, the kid, uh, he, the girl gives him the toy rocket ship. Uh, the dad did take the batteries out. And then the little kid grabs him. And right when he grabs him, you're like, oh, no, okay, okay. And you're kind of, in your head, you're like, there's no way. Yeah.
0: There's no way. Yeah. There's
1: no way uh, Jim from The Office, because he wrote and directed this, John Kaczynski. uh. Krasinski. Krasinski. uh and his wife was also in it too, uh,
0: Emily. Emily Blunt. Blunt. I think it's Emily Blunt. Yes,
1: I believe it's Emily Blunt. Um, but yeah, so um, fantastic. But it's all I'm thinking like, no, Jim. Jim's not gonna. Jim's gonna. Jim's gonna scare us. <laughs> He's got just, this. Yeah. Jim's gonna scare us, but in a good way. Like we're gonna get these fun, like oh shit, you know, kind of thing. And then as soon as you know, they're all walking in a line. The dad's carrying one of uh, the kid, the injured kid. And the mom's, you know, holding all the other stuff. And then it's the deaf girl who, of course, can't hear anything. And then the littlest one behind her. So, of course, all of a sudden, then you just hear beep, 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 beep. Like this alarm going off kind of sound and everything. And it's really kind of like it is the same moment like I felt like when you see everyone kind of turning around and getting their shit. Because it's like you haven't heard anything for probably so long that when the noise finally hits, you're like, oh, shit, like, yeah. okay, like, oh, hey, and then you're like, and then you kind of realize, oh, shit, we're in fucking danger. So this is, like, maybe the first 10 minutes of the movie.
0: If that, If yeah. that.
1: It might even be less. Um, all of a sudden, the you know, the dad puts the one kid down, he starts running to the other kid just to be like, boom, and all of a sudden then you hear this scream and this... <clears throat> thing just trucking through the forge and you get a little glimpse of it and i'm like okay they're not even going to show us this like because i'm like we're like like we said probably about less than 10 minutes into the movie all of a sudden like you see him running he goes and this thing just jumps grabs the child and fly to a fall and And just shoots
0: straight across the path into the other side of the woods and then the dad just has this look on his face of just like what? The, ew, oh yeah, yeah. God.
1: So it's like that thing, and then all of a sudden, and then it cuts to the next one. It's like four hundred and like I think it was like seventy eight or nine like
0: days later. Days yeah.
1: later, four hundred seventy like so. Nine it's been later, like over a year. Over a year, and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> and then yeah, so then it's it's interesting because it's like the little girl kind of blames herself. But I do have to say, so it's it's really kind of cool. So a movie that barely has dialogue. And it relies a lot on silence and sounds throughout this entire movie and stuff. Um, I think they did a great job with that. But I also like how they had stuff in the background where, like, you're focusing on one thing. But then it shows, like like you pointed out, oh, it said there's 3 there's been three-sided. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. I didn't even... Like, notice that because I was trying to pay attention to what, like, he was paying attention. Because I'm like, I'm not going to hear anything, so I should see where, like, what he's focusing on. Yeah, it's a very visual movie. It's a very visual movie, which I thought was really kind of cool. But, yeah, it was interesting. You could see, like, what kills them and stuff. And then you can see, like, he's trying to contact other, if there's any other survivors out there.
0: Yeah, and it's really interesting because he, like, writes out all these informations of, like, they're attracted to sound. They do this. Do they do that? Um, and like all these newspaper articles calling them dark angels and saying, how can they be stopped? And then it literally just says, it's this, it's sound on one of the, like, that's one of the headlines. It literally just says it's sound in like these huge bold letters. And, um, but yeah, in the background, there is a, like a whiteboard that he's writing down, like all the facts about them. And he's like... Heavily armored, no specific, you know, weak points. Weak points, and he literally put weaknesses question mark, and you're kind of like, well, fuck, (laughs) yeah, like
1: so that means they've been living with these things for a year, uh, you know, as as far as we know, uh, we don't even know. That's just eighty nine days. We don't even know if that's eighty nine days since it started.
0: Or 89 days since, like, the kid got injured or 89 days since, yeah, like, like something, they decided to, like, go out and just be quiet. Yeah. yeah,
1: or something like that. So it's it's a very interesting thing. Um, but the movie grabs you. It's very focused on, like, this family. And actually, I think they did a really good job with that as well because most of the time if you're like, well, if it's all these people, you're like, who's going to die? Like, basically, that's what goes <laughs> yeah. through your head during a horror film and stuff like that. Um. But I will say, but I will all say people
0: that are in the movie, uh-huh. like you don't want any of them to
1: die. No, you don't want any of them to die, which is really kind of <laughs> cool. Even when it got to the point where he was, him and the son are walking home and they see the body. Yeah. And then they turn, they see the, 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 the old They're, man, which, you know, that was probably like his wife or something like that. And something yeah. happened. One of them attacked her and stuff like that. But he's just like, he's like, I don't want to live like this anymore. And he, it was even kind of like the thing, like he looked at them like to be like, run yeah like like i know this is like me, get yeah. away from me but like it's like one of those things where it was like okay even though they had to take off running from one of the damn things and mm-hmm. the guy's just like just whoa, and then the thing just comes out of nowhere and just fucking like just like takes it it's like just and it's weird because i was trying to re- think of like what those things remind me of they honestly sloths like how their arms were and how they kind of oh, swung whoa. through like trees and stuff. And then especially because there's that one part where I'm thinking, Oh, okay, like we like we're just getting introduced to this creature, so you're thinking, Okay, it just survives on land and everything like that and then all of a sudden when it went under the water, yeah, like the one part when the basement started flooding, and I was just like, Oh fuck, that just added like a new fucking element to the fucking thing because all I'm thinking like it just lives in tr- like you know trees and stuff but then I'm also thinking sloths also go in the water I mean they obviously probably don't dive or anything like that but that's what it re- reminded me of it was like it was, it was like a really long, but just like, like yeah slabs. it had like the yeah. long arms and like the claws and stuff like it definitely had like three claws yeah. and stuff it just like so the body wise remind me of that but like other than that it's like it's got a, s- it's got a mixture of like all this shit
0: I would say running wise it kind of reminds me of like how people portray werewolves a lot mm. Where it's like they have like the really long limbs, so they can move really swiftly, and that's kind of like what triggered it for me, or like what kind of triggered it in my head. But, um, and also, um, it remind those things reminded me a bit of the creatures in I Am Legend.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Just because, like, again, like how they're built and kind of how they they move, and it's just like this really, so, yeah. odd, like, it's this weird like quick movement. It's like. Not quite jerky, but not human.
1: And it's interesting to me because, uh, like, we're not going to go through the entire movie. I just want to, we'll talk about, like, our favorite parts and things like that. Because I say, go watch it if you haven't watched Mm -hmm. it already or whatnot. But one thing I do want to point out, too, what I was also curious about this movie is I liked how it ended. Yes. I thought it was a really good ending. But I'm very interested in the fact that uh, they did say, like, they could turn this into a franchise which then makes me wonder like oh could they do like this is happening in this part of the world for these people
0: this is what happens this is when maybe this is with spreading. somebody else over
1: here or what happens when it's here because right now we 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 it shows you basically at the end of the movie how you can stop them so you're like okay so you like so even if it was just one film boom ended like that you're like yeah fuck these things we're going to kick some ass now like it's our turn um but even if they did do it as a franchise, it still has that thing. Was like, well, yeah, they solved their problem, but we have no idea how the rest of the world is because they just learned how to destroy these things. Yeah, and they don't really have a bunch of people out there to communicate with. You know,
0: it's kind of hard to communicate whenever you can't make any noise.
1: Make any noise. So it's it's really kind of interesting and cool. So I was like kind of intrigued by that when I did hear that. When it was like, well, we could turn it into uh, like a franchise where there could be a quiet place, you know, two, a quiet place three, or whatnot. And I would be very intriguing if they would want to give an origin of these creatures because that's the other thing I also really liked about it. I also do like that kind of shit where, like, something disappears, just starts fucking shit up. There's no rhyme and reason for it. And then, you know, the like, if it at least ends with you going, okay, I know how to kill this thing. And even if you, like, killed, like, one of them and then you're like, all right it's time to take back the earth or something like that. Then like the movie ends, you're like, okay, at least there was like that. Like I could care less where the fuck it came from. Yeah. But if you're, but then I also hate it if they explain this origin of this creature and you're like, Oh, that's fucking dumb. Like, yeah, really? It's like, well, a kid was walking down the street and a sloth came out of the woods. So we <laughs> gave him a bunch of Snapple and now they are destroying us.
0: Or maybe it's a sloth with mad cow disease. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, I, I'm kind of okay with, the like, the origins being ambiguous. Yeah, that's what I really enjoyed about this. Because I feel like this. this show or this movie, and, like, if they turn it into a franchise, it's not really something that's needed. It's, like, you can keep creating stuff... Or you could even pull, like, a Joker thing and be like, well, maybe it started out this way. Maybe it started out this way. That's the other thing I was curious about. Maybe it started out this way. That's what I was
1: also curious about because, you know, how we saw it go underwater. I'm wondering if they then started evolving. So as soon as they realize sound.
0: I just had a thought. You know,
1: all that kind of stuff. So it is is kind of interesting. Yeah.
0: So my thought is subterranean creatures. Okay. Because they're blind. They hunt by sound. So if they're subterranean, obviously they can't see anything. So my, my opinion is that they were probably surviving under the water, like under the earth somehow. And, uh, like what, uh, it's like something happened to trigger them coming out. So the, if they did do a, like an origin story, I feel like that would probably be the most plausible. So then it, you can explain like why they're sensitive, why they have such sensitive hearing, why they're actually sensitive to sound and why it can move so well underwater. So
1: no, that does. Thanks. Um, no, that, that would be an interesting thing, but I do like the idea of like not knowing what the hell these things are. Yeah, I would
0: actually prefer that if anything. So I thought
1: that was kind of cool. But, um, of course, um, we'll probably talk about our favorite parts or non-favorite parts, and then we'll give our review. But before we give our review, we usually like to give the reviews of IMDB and, uh, rotten tomatoes. So IMDB gave it a 7.7 out of 10, uh, which I was like, okay, cool. Because, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 95% Wow, only 84% of audience liked it, but uh, I could see that yeah. maybe, maybe it was not their favorite thing or whatnot. I just thought like, right when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, I'm seeing this, like whether I'm seeing it in theaters or, you know, at home or whatnot, I'm definitely watching this movie because it really just piqued my interest of like, okay, because again, I'm a, I love monster shit. So like, this is just even like more, i just it's right
0: gosh. up your alley. Yeah.
1: Right up my alley and stuff. Um, so, um, so yeah, um, Anna. So, what do you want to rate it
0: out of five batteries? Out
1: of five, out of five batteries. Okay,
0: <laughs> uh. it's either that or spaceships or hearing aids. Uh,
1: no, I like the batteries. All right, batteries is, uh, is, a, is a deep cut. Um, um,
0: I w- honestly, I would say four and a half out of five.
1: Oh, okay. So, anything you really liked about this movie? Anything you didn't like about this movie?
0: The acting was absolutely incredible. Because literally these people have to, like, I mean, I would say a lot of movies nowadays is just that, like, dialogue and how it's delivered and mm. to have that taken away from people and just have them be, like, literally all, it's essentially, it's almost like mime where you have to be able to portray something even if it's not there to, like, you know, people who are watching. So it was, like, it was really, really interesting to see people who literally have, like one of the five senses or like not senses, but like it's essentially like one of the main forms of communication taken away from them Mm -hmm. and all they can do is sign and you have to make eye contact and you have to like, you know, make sure that the other person is aware of you in Mm -hmm. the room. Yeah. Um, another thing that I thought was really good was just the presentation of the story. Um, the music was not over the top. Whenever there was music, it was very well um, placed in the movie. Um, the only issue that I had with it, and it's not really a huge issue, it's just kind of like a small issue, was just kind of the... Um, and my brain just rebooted. Hang on. Anyways, well, I'm trying to remember what my issue was with the movie. You can go into yours.
1: Um. Let's see. Uh... I don't think Jim is coming back to the office. Um, I did not like it's weird. Like for something that I thought like I didn't see it coming, but I should have predicted it. Like this is the thing. This is why I thought this movie did such a great job in the very beginning when they pretty much killed off like a child. It was at that point when I realized I go, this movie is a Knowles holds bar movie. It basically from starting off the movie like that, this movie was like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Because that's what's gonna keep you on the edge of your seat of like, oh shit. So anytime somebody was coming up and shit was happening, I was like, Okay, they killed a kid. They have no problem killing off any of these people. Like that was like my mindset, like, okay, like I was like, Oh, they'll kill her off. Or they're gonna kill him off. Oh, they're gonna and they kept building on stuff where it's like then you find out, oh, she's fucking pregnant. Oh, she's this far along. Like I was like, Oh my fucking God. I'm like, Don't yeah. kill him. Out. Oh, her
0: water broke. Yeah. Oh, there's two creatures in the house right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like, like all this like god. building
1: like shit and stuff of like that. So when so when, yeah, they killed off uh the father in this, and he's just like, you know, he basically had to tell the one daughter, like, No, I'm not mad at you. I've always loved you. It wasn't your fault that just, oh, you know the kid died and everything thing. Heartbreaking heartbreaking stuff, and it's just like kinda like, Oh my god. So then it was it was it sucked because it's like he dies and then it's like they have to run back to the house they get in it's still not over and then it was like finally when the th- when the hearing aid that he was working on trying to get it to work again the frequency was fucking up with the creatures like sound and stuff and it would get all like disorientated as soon as it flaps open i was like oh shoot that fucker thing in the head mm-hmm. that's where it's vulnerable and as soon as that happens it's like that satisfaction of just like fuck yeah Cause it was like that whole heartbreak is like, you have to protect them. You're always going to have to protect them. And then he was like, he had to sacrifice himself to protect him. But it's like, who's going to protect everybody else now. So it was kind of interesting to finally see that, like, no fuck these things. Yeah. It's like, it's time for us to like finally take over. So I thought, yeah, it was just really fun and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed the movie really like,
0: and I will say it's a really good take on a post-apocalyptic type of thing. Cause like I technically it's considered a post-apocalyptic movie, but it doesn't really seem like it.
1: Uh, yeah, and actually, you know, it was so cool about that. Now that you bring that up, that I think about. It, usually, every time you have a post-apocalyptic movie, who is always the biggest threat in those movies? Zombies? No, other humans.
0: That's true.
1: Okay, so if you look at any of the Dawn of the Dead movies and everything like that, like, the, that whole thing, so you have the first one, Night of the Living Dead. You still have people getting angry at each other, trying to survive, but they're also like fuck this guy, if I get a chance, I'm going to fucking kill him, you know, kind of thing. And then they even have that where it's like, yeah, there's zombies and stuff, and there's those scares where you go to a place and a shit ton of them and stuff like that, but most of the time, the zombies, once you kind of figure out where they're at and how you can maneuver through the towns and stuff like that, you can notice these movies where they're, like, more relaxed, where they're like, okay, yeah, there's zombies and shit, but the zombies don't really become that big of a threat once you can maintain them in a certain area, almost like zoos, like once you have them yeah. segregated, pretty much in these little areas of uh, like like okay, this is the path for humans, and this is the zombie cages kind of thing, which is um, a
0: really interesting. But thing it's that always it but I've it's always a f- it's that. always
1: the fucking other humans in the fucking a post-apocalyptic. That, even, that's why like, shit always goes down.
0: Exactly. It, like perfect example: Mad Max, a post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Every human is trying to kill another human. Yeah, because it's, it's like survival of the fittest type of shit. I never fucking yeah, and put that, that and together. that was
1: so cool. But, now that you mentioned this being like a post-apocalyptic, because of course it was like we didn't see we saw maybe. two two other humans throughout this entire like
0: yeah and one was dead and
1: one was already dead so it's (laughs) like that thing where it's like this is the first time that humans were like not at each other's throat like no we need to fucking survive like kind of thing which is so like yeah but yeah yeah if you check out any zombie films and i could be wrong but most every zombie film there's always that butting heads or i mean fucking walking dead is a perfect example i mean once they figured out the walker problem like i was saying once they're like don't go down here that's where they're all at. We'll just head this way and we're good. So that it wasn't until other fucking groups of people started showing up at that show where it's all like, I'm the mayor of the small plot of land. You're like, fuck this guy. Like really like, Oh, we kill have this to, motherfucker. Yeah, kill this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So yeah, Now as you mentioned that, yeah. So it was really kind of interesting not to see like the humans really like at each other's throat because you know, it's survival of the fittest kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, it's more of like, it's a lot more of like a support structure than it is like survival of the fittest. Like,
1: um,
0: so I, I, that's actually now that I think about it, that's probably one of my favorite parts about the movie is the fact that it, it, takes post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic and takes it in a completely different direction. So then instead of going, okay, now you have to deal with this asshole and this asshole mm-hmm. and this asshole, like, they're still, like, like even the dude who's like, I don't want to live anymore, he's like, no, get a head start before I start screaming because I'm going to start screaming. Yeah,
1: he's like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Um, so, yeah, but I would probably give the movie, I kind of want to give it five out of five batteries. I really enjoyed it. It really kept me interested, and uh, it was, like, there was a lot of, like, things, like I said, like, in my head, I should have been, like, I should have seen this coming. Yeah. But since, like, since they did that move in the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, I don't know what to expect right now. Like, it tricked my mind, because even when he was doing his whole, like, I love you and everything, that I'm going to sacrifice myself, like, oh, no, he's not going to die. He's going to take the axe and, like, fuck this thing up or something like that. Like, that's going to be, like, the thing where it's, like, he's going to hit it like, in the mouth or something like that with the accent. It's like, oh, that's how we kill it. It's the, there's an ar- there's, there's yeah. stuff underneath or something like that. But then when Susan was just like, no, you're dead, Jim, from the office, I was like, oh, Pam is going to be pissed. <laughs> then I was expecting, like, Dwight to show up and be all like, uh, wait, what's a- I'm trying to think of a f- fact. Killing Jim, my enemy, would have been worth it. But I wanted to do it. Fact. You will fight me now because <laughs> I'm a shrewd. And then he would do, like, old-timey boxing with one oh of the things. Oh, my God, that would
0: be awesome. And then and he, then he just...
1: could throw his voice. He'd probably be all, like, whoop, whoop. And, like, like he's like, this is an old... Like, he literally does that while he's fighting the creature. Like, it cuts to, like, him with his <laughs> shirt off in the office going, like, well, I already knew how to fight something that didn't have sight and just worked on sound. So I just started throwing some of my old-fashioned uh, cuckoo calls into the <laughs> woods where distracted where I could pummel the beast. Pff, an old shrewt secret. Um
0: <laughs>
1: or he'd probably also be like my grandma
0: told me about these creatures exactly. back in the old country. Yeah, back in, in the old like, country. What the like what the
1: fuck? <laughs> Actually now I'm sur- I want to know if oh my god that'd be hilarious. I want someone to cut like a trailer of Oh, a quiet of, like place. The
0: Office No, no, no
1: Yeah, <laughs> of the the Quiet, quiet place. place, but I want it to be just it's The Quiet Place but every time the creature shows up it's just Dwight. Yes. and i 'm pretty sure that 's already out there, but yeah, no, I really did enjoy a play be. place um, yeah.
0: um I think my only issue well first of well, two issues, first of all, Jim, shave your beard,
1: no, <laughs> I like Jim with a beard, made him manly uh
0: but yeah, I would say really my only i don 't know if it 's necessarily gripe but it's like a slight issue it's just yeah it's just it was like. Like, shit kept happening. Just one, thing, oh, after yeah, one another, thing after another after another after another after another I'm like, are you going to get a break? Nope, you don't get a break. Even at the end, like, they're like, okay, we figured out how to kill it. Now there's six more coming our direction. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, but they were
1: like, fuck that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And also, it kind of bugged me that it took me that long for the the deaf girl to figure out the fact that that's what was causing the issues. It's like after the second time, I would have been like, "Oh, they're affected by this."
1: Um no, she's so, only twelve.
0: I don't care. Well, actually, she would have been like fourteen at that point. Anyways, anyways. But yeah, that was probably the only issue I had with it. I'm like, I know come the on, only person out, who could but...
1: survive that though. I'm surprised Jim survived that long, but Ron Swanson would have.
0: Oh, he would have fucked shit up.
1: I wanted to make a noise, and the creature came out of nowhere, so I murdered it with an axe. <laughs> I am now smoking cigars out of its skull.
0: Its skull is my ashtray. It's yeah.
1: The skull is an ashtray, yeah. <laughs>
0: He's like, And I hollowed out one of its bones so I could drink whiskey out of it.
1: Yeah, I made one of the... I actually started brewing my own whiskey called Deaf Monster Whiskey. Um, I just drained the blood from their body. It's very easy to do, um, and then I, and then I constructed uh I constructed a bunch of uh, furniture out of their bones.
0: I'm still very fascinated about I kind of want them okay actually question and if you people whenever you listen to the show, if you want to write in and tell me the answer to this, please feel free because I'm really curious what other people would say um the I don't know if it necessarily would be a sequel or like you know a like a just part of the franchise or like even a TV show, if they wanted to do a TV show of the quiet place. Um, but like, what would be the thing, like the aspect that you would be most interested to see going on? Like, would you be interested to see like how they did the invasion in the first place? Cause I really want to know how they got the, the nickname uh, black angels. Like why were they called angels? Like, unless you're calling them angels of death, but even then it's like, how are they angels? Uh-huh. But it's like, I'm curious what you Because you're...
1: there's probably some religious, and i would be like, oh, this is us for our sins and our <clears throat> repenting, and oh, wait, I'm talking. Dead. <laughs> Yeah, but a I mean, creature didn't kill him. I did. He was annoying, and I didn't like him anymore. But I mean, like, would you be
0: more in, most interested in like seeing like the progression of like how they came about? Would you no. be interested in like like the how it became like a post-apocalyptic world? Would you be interested in seeing like other like humans how they're surviving so far, how they survive um, after like you find um, out the, how to kill them?
1: Um, no. Um, I think the only thing I would like to see. Uh, would have been interesting to see since they go for sound, would have just been like, um, and they could literally just throw this in the beginning of this movie if they wanted to, but I did like how they started this one out, but literally they could have just done like, you could have just shown like a, the busy like New York City and everything like that, and all of a sudden just like one day, it's just, pfft, these things just fly through the town, just start ripping things up, and everyone's like, like what the hell's going on? And then it's slowly showing you articles of, you know, so you they're emitted the by, progression. they're, Sounds, you know, this and that, but not even a progression. Just literally, just show me that. And then be like 89 days later. And it's like, oh shit, it took them like that. It didn't, it took less than a year for these things to just fucking demolish us. Okay. You know, kind of thing. Like, I don't need anything else, but I just think it would just be cool to see just like a normal day and these things just come out of nowhere because of all that fucking sound. And it's anywhere. Like, you're literally just driving down the street or something. Like, that's, that's the thing that's horrifying. If it, that, just how it started, like, there's no rhyme and reason for it. Like, just out of nowhere, these things just came out of nowhere, start tearing up the shit that puts you in that position where uh, like you're going to work and you're in your car and you're just driving down the street and all of a sudden you're like, you're seeing out of the corner of your eye, this thing just plowing through traffic, ripping things apart and stuff like that. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And the next thing you know, there's another one over here. There's some coming behind. They're just swarming. And you're just like, like what do you even do at that point? Like, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? You know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: That's why I like. I would just like to see something like that, and then just 80, yeah. and then literally eighty nine days later, and you're like, oh shit.
0: So, and actually, now that I think about it, it would probably, it might even be kind of a boring TV show because there would be like, there would be the tension, but they would have a lot, or they would have a lot less drama because you can't really like yell at anybody or get in a fight with anybody because you can't make noise. Mm-hmm. So.
1: <laughs> so yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed A Quiet Place. I say definitely check it out. Um, yeah. Join us next week when we jump into the Staten Island Witch. Uh, we'll probably be going into big in-depths on that. So if you want to do some research beforehand and everything think that, um, of course, you know where to find us on Twitter, Instagram, at BeHorrorCast. Don't forget to write us, at, uh, not to another the be BeHorrorCast, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook if you'd like to, and you know where to find us. Yes, we are on Spotify, so you can just subscribe to us. Um uh, but I think that's going to wrap up this episode of uh, not another be Horrorcast. Uh Anna do you have anything else you'd like to add? Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Stevo and I'm Anna. Until next time. Carpe noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. What the fuck are you looking at?